greetings <laughs> wow this feels very different <laughs> uh, i see that that you're watching from the comfort of your homes and uh, want to start by welcome you to the presence of the lord jesus christ usually we say welcome to the house of the lord and uh, today wherever you are we're turning that into bethel where angels ascend and descend and where the heavens are opened last wednesday we had an opportunity to do a live video um because wednesdays are our most a uh, very important service that we really enjoy as a church and um, we could not because of the circumstance we uh, could not do that uh, but the lord allowed us to pursue the same through a live video and uh, during that time i was able to talk a few things and i mentioned that we will continue talking about that on sunday um i hope you are watching this on time because now you have no excuse of coming late to church <laughs> if you're still late for an online home service uh, we got to pray for you <laughs> uh, we thank god for grace um before i continue i want to just open up uh, a place if if my leaders if you have any questions that you would like to ask i want to probably on behalf of the people if you have any questions that you would like to ask i want to start with you if you have just wave your hands to me so i'll know if you will start yes pastor hi papa um so my question is is this uh pandemic just a physical one or is it a spiritual battle and how can the church today react with all the world going what seems to be in a state of fear and panic all right it is a very good question and an important question and uh, the one that i believe that will help those that are watching around the world i was told that um other revive nations churches are also uh staying awake because they are in different time zones to participate in this service so we want to welcome you as well yes um the question is if this is a spiritual one i believe that everything in the physical is a reflection of what is happening in the spiritual there are so many spiritual dynamics that is happening around this incident many things that the enemy is pulling off uh, at the same time using this virus as a point of issue but simultaneously i believe that the enemy is using this to battle on many fronts some things that 
that is close to my heart. One is that for the longest of time, um, China as a nation has been very, very negative towards the children of God. And the level of persecution has been in a, 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 a heightened in a way that many people don't hear about in the mainline newspapers. And that's a problem because the mainline newspapers, they only cover things that fit their narrative. So this has been bothering the Lord, the church for a long time. Many people persecuted, pastors that are jailed, pastors, underground churches living in fear. Churches that are isolated, churches that are locked down, churches that at one point of time received permission to to be a church, and later on when they started growing in a, an extensive uh, pace, um, Paul is going in and persecuting them. These are things that that don't come on mainline media, but are scenarios that have literally happened almost on a daily basis. Christians living in fear. It's called the underground churches for a reason. And the underground church in China is one of the most thriving churches. So, I cannot not say it's very hard for me to deny that there is no connection between both. Because if you notice how Plagues work in the Bible. Plagues are almost a, a response of the Lord towards something that don't stop. When Israelites were non-stop persecuted, and God would tell them, let my people go, let my people go, let my people go, let my people go. And then they were visited with plagues. And very interestingly, the same way the children of God were persecuted, quarantine, lockdown, hidden, is the same way now those that enjoyed liberty and freedom are now quarantined, locked down, with no freedom. And uh, to me, uh, that brings a lot of fear of God because I'm thinking you don't know how God's hand works. Now some of them watching they would probably think hey this is a far-fetched connection you know how could this be that how are you so sure because we have to study the word of God. There's a verse that says my people they don't understand my judgment. This is God saying that when God sends a judgment, people don't necessarily they understand that this is a judgment. Ah, life happens. This is the answer to things that they have no answer. And this is a danger that that our children of God are facing in our generation today is that you don't want to create or let me say you don't want to change your theology to fit your circumstance um, 
because you don't want to not just understand that our god is a loving father and he is also a very scary judge so we want to accept the nice cuddling gift giving loving father he is but we don't want to accept the fact that at some point when your sins reach up it may not be the first time the second time the third time the tenth time the hundredth time and at some point god says okay now i have to visit them with judgment so i don't think it is just you know god takes it seriously when you persecute his people when you persecute his prophets when you persecute that which belongs to the lord uh, you you find salvation when you are able to locate pinpoint that which is a judgment you find salvation because you can go to god and say god i see something is happening in my life which is not supposed to happen let your mercy speak for me forgive us our iniquities and our fathers iniquities and our great fathers iniquities because some judgments that come they don't even come at the same time it sometimes they visit your children your children's children and that is why when daniel began to pray for mercy he began to confess the sins of their fathers and their fathers and their fathers why because that is how it works so i pray that that these are very powerful learning lessons that somebody would rise up in this generation in in the nation of china in the different nations and start interceding for their people and we intercede for our city because that is another thing that satan does when he begins to attack us he attacks on all fronts right now it is clear that a plague has been unleashed upon humanity by the enemy even if the lord has to allow it it is not the lord who is behind the plague it is the enemy satan and of course we know from the scripture that i don't want to go too far on on this topic uh but i think it is important for us to begin to pray and intercede for our city for our nation and i say that because we also have to be spiritually conscious about where your spiritual influence is so if i were to stand here and pray for china i have to also weigh and see what is my spiritual authority and influence over that area you know now these are things i don't know if i should be saying it on a live crowd because sometimes we are so oblivious to the things of the spirit that we just think that we can just pray and just do and say and you know it just works like a magic wand um so there has to be people that god has assigned as watchmen over their city their territory their influence that will stand up now if for example my son he is from greece he can stand 
as a proxy and say lord protect my land my country i have right over the land so those that have right over their lands you begin to cry for your lands and then there are prophets that god has risen in this in this time in our generation that are intercontinental they are not limited to a nation they are called to nations and their reach is further that god will use them to stand in the gap it's good this is a good time for us to look at how the spiritual dynamics work and i would like to share a bit on that today i because it's an online uh, service i want to keep it short uh um but let me see how much the holy spirit will allow me to share and uh, i hope i i was able to cover some of your question yes so another thing that i want us to understand with this is that how god the bible says he turns all things for good for them that love god all things work together for good for them that love god i think uh, coronavirus has taught some of us how to wash hands properly <laughs> I, i don't i don't remember studying washing hands in this intensity before uh, today i went out with my little son it was an experience uh, i felt like i was in some movie the roads deserted the shops deserted the fear everywhere and, uh, and we we touched some part of that store we had gone to get food and i i touched some part of the, and the lady screamed she said don't touch there i said oh okay uh, she said i'm just saying it for your good i'm like thank you sir thank you ma'am uh, you know they were freaking out and then as soon as we left they immediately wiped the area that i touched and i said what is going on it's good they're trying to keep us safe but i saw another side of our society and our culture one which is driven by fear and uh, that is something that was always shocking i said wow how much the enemy has um i was telling somebody long after this virus is gone uh, the way society is going to run is going to change with this season long after i, I was i was told in walmart they don't um, they don't even fill your bags anymore they say we can't touch it you do it yourself so i can see that uh, long after this virus is gone the society is going to change how they interact with each other and how they work with each other is going to change so it's very interesting how the enemy will use one incident to take away the warmth of love and community you know um somebody was delivering us something and they was they said we can't come close to you we have to stay 6 foot away from your house we won't take your signature we'll take a photo of the product at your door and i said what's going on so it's interesting how the enemy is using this to remove the warmth of of social interaction you know um soon we will start becoming more more and more robotic you know um gloves and germophobia is called phobia for a reason and here we are justifying it putting the seal 
saying that this is becoming the norm that which is used to be treated now is becoming a norm yeah. think about it for a second if somebody had a germophobia it used to be treated for it but now they are going to say that hey this is the requirement this is the standard so if that is not a lie from the pit of hell you know uh, because we know touch um, these are ways that god created us to function so to oh, enemy is doing a lot but the church is placed here for a reason yeah. and uh, we'll keep speaking life and we'll keep seeing god restore things for this morning i want to give you a thought from a scripture if you'll open your bibles with me for those at home please turn your bibles to second kings chapter 6 verse 26 onwards I'll just briefly touch the scripture today. I won't go too far with it, but maybe we'll retouch it in the weeks to come. 2 Kings 6 verse 26 to 33. I'm going to read it for you. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him saying, "Help, my lord, O king." And he said, If the Lord do not help thee whence shall I help thee out of the barn floor or out of the wine press and the king said unto her what aileth thee and she answered this woman said unto me give thy son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow so we boiled my son and did eat him and i said unto her on the next day give thy son that we may eat him and she has hid her son and it came to pass when the king heard the words of the woman that he rent his clothes and he passed by upon the wall and the people looked and behold he had sackcloth within upon his flesh hmm. then he said god do so and more also to me if the head of elisha the son of shafat shall stand on him this day but elisha sat in his house and the elders sat with him and the king sent a man from before him but the messenger came to him he said to the elders see e how the son of a murderer had sent to take away my head look when the messenger comes shut the door and hold him fast at the door is not the sound of his master's feet behind him and while he yet talked with them behold the messenger came down unto him and he said behold this evil is of the lord what should i wait for the lord any longer mm. next chapter was 1 then elisha said Hear ye the word of the Lord thus saith the Lord tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria then a lord on whose hand the king leaned 
answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. I've, I was praying and I began to see this scripture once again in a different light. I know I have ministered from this scripture a few times already. But I want to show you a, a completely different thought process in this verse. This context is, is critical for us to understand. The king of Syria, the son of Ahab, we know who Ahab is, was married to Jezebel. Now, this king of Israel was the son of Ahab. Now, he is being attacked by the king of Syria. Now, the Bible says every time he planned to attack the king of Israel, God would somehow use the prophet of God to save this man's life. But it was not because this man deserved it. But because this man had an assignment from the Lord to take care of the people of Israel. Therefore, God used the prophet to save his life. Because saving his life was equivalent to saving the lives of the people of Israel. So he one time when all these people came just to cut the long story short and and the king of Syria uh, surrounded the prophet the prophet blinded the entire army and he took them captive and took them straight to the king of Israel and he said hey these are the guys they want to kill you when they were not able to touch you they came after me because they realized I was the reason why they're not able to touch you. And he said, okay, but now here, they, when they came to touch me, I've blinded them and I've brought them to you. Very interestingly, there are many details. I don't want to get into that this morning just to get to the heart of the word. The Bible says, this man, he started this king of Israel, he started calling Elisha. He said, my father, my father, what should I do? Should I, should I strike them? And he said, wow, you want to strike these guys? You didn't capture them. I brought them to you and you want to strike them. And he said, okay, what should I do? And he's calling him, my father, my father. The guy is really blessed. <laughs> you know. And then the Syrians doubled their persecution, double their attack against Israelites. So that's something that I want you to observe in this season. When the enemy comes against the child of God, people of God, when you have one victory, <laughs> don't get into lethargy. Don't go into rest zone. A child of God is always at a battlefront. 
how can i say that so confidently how can i say that so surely because the bible says satan is like a roaring lion going to and fro seeking whom to ah meaning this guy doesn't take a break this guy doesn't take a break if you thought your last problem was the last problem you're wrong this is why god never says okay that you will not have trials you will not have troubles but in that god is saying you have victory when you have trials because i am making you more than a conqueror so this is the first thing that i want i want the children of god that are listening to me i i want you to receive this understand this that stop asking the lord that you will come to a place when there is no more battles as long as you are on earth okay there will be a time when the lord shall take you and he shall give you he shall take you into heaven where you will reign with the lord those days those times you will have perfect peace and you will have perfect rest but while you are on earth you will still have perfect peace but it does not mean that you will not have battles in fact one battle only provokes satan for a bigger battle and the bigger battle only provokes your god for a bigger victory Amen. if you are watching online you can participate by typing so that your your concentration is with us you whatever the lord speaks you can type it out and receive it and claim it for you and your house and right now i want to repeat what the lord is speaking to you that every battle that you win satan prepares a bigger battle but every bigger battle he throws at you the lord will prepare a bigger victory now remember this there is a point where god will give you a permanent victory over that which that battle that demon that issue that problem there is a moment where god will give you a permanent victory for example israelites got a permanent victory with the pharaoh that they faced with the egypt that they faced they god said the egyptian you see today you shall see them no more that was a promise from the lord and then came the amalekites then came the giants then came guys who were taller than the pharaoh who were stronger than the pharaoh giants in the land and this is god you said you shall not see the egyptians again yes egyptians you won't see again <laughs> so there is a place where god can bring you to a permanent victory in a area of your life can i declare this over you where you and your children and your children's children will not have to battle that demon anymore just for you to understand what i'm talking about there is a place where a child of god begins to exercise the principles in the word of god begins to exercise how the scripture works the principles works and you can come to a place where you can have a permanent victory over the spirit of poverty even in the middle of recession you can come to a place where the demon of poverty 
that troubled your father that troubled your grandfather that troubled that ruled over generations of your house with you it can be permanently broken Amen. but that does not mean that you will not have other challenges that mean does not mean that other demons will come trying to fight you you understand what i'm saying so as a child of god don't look for places without battle that is the wrong perspective to have why some some of us we we lose our peace when when there is a prophecy or when when you start sensing that there is an attack that is coming you lose your peace you go to sleep and you see a dream and you wake up sweating saying oh my god i saw this i thought problems were over looks like something is coming no 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 that's the wrong perspective in fact you have to say get ready get your sword on get your punching bag on satan is coming up with a new deception is coming up with a new plan but we are going to have a greater victory So I pray that the greater the battles you face that your victory will be greater than the last one. Thank you Holy Spirit. I wish you can receive that in the name of Jesus. Let let me hear you read you type out your faith as you write as you type. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. So Syrians now they they came with greater power. and they surrounded the whole city they surrounded the whole nation of israel they 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 surrounded them i said we are going to cut off their strength we can't attack them we can't go into them because every time we went in to attack them we didn't have victory so what we can instead do is to quarantine them is to isolate them is to cut them out of the resources that is supposed to sustain them inside and this is where it becomes dangerous because lord of the resources that israelites needed they didn't have it inside they were dependent on imports and exports they were dependent on outside networks they were dependent on on businesses that they had to bring into the city they were dependent on getting things to come into their their city so what does the enemy do he surrounds them and tries a new strategy because the last strategy didn't work so the new strategy is cut them off from outside help cut them off isolate them by themselves give them no no way to get out and soon the providence began to crumble if you notice that's exactly what is happening right now if you notice that is the same scenario that is exactly what the enemy is doing he says okay how do we bring down now some things that i say i want you to know i i speak in puzzles but those who have a ear in the spirit let them hear what the spirit is saying I know it sounds a little too far fetched to think but some of these these attacks of the enemy was very strongly aimed at America. I know the virus started in another nation 
but the enemy that is upset with the rise of how america has started to prosper is he when i stand in the role that i'm supposed to stand and speak i don't speak locally i speak the mind of god to the body of christ and that body of christ is not limited to us a montreal but i want to even speak if there is anybody watching from america the lord is still going to come through what the enemy meant for evil is still going to turn even in the midst of this you're going to still see the faithfulness of the lord remember what i declared few minutes ago and if there is prophets watching if there are men of god watching women of god watching from america receive the word of the lord the greater the battle the greater the victory the greater the victory the enemy will plan a greater assault and there is one such assault happening right now against united states of america but i want to decree this over you that the lord will have the final say lambronian tarababa few few months ago the lord began to speak something about the president of america and i believe that you have to increase your prayer for your president because i am seeing something one more time and i believe that you need to increase your prayers because all this is connected so goes back to your question is this is this spiritual it is nothing but spiritual it is nothing but because the 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 prosperity that was being released over over america was also going to release a spiritual outpouring if you study how god spoke in malachi lambrotenic i feel the presence of the lord you can see how god says your wine shall overflow your your god talks about an economic revival and then he says i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and then god looks at such a scenario and he says hey don't you see the same thing happening here because the natural prosperity had to follow a spiritual prosperity a spiritual revival that god wanted to release over the land of america so the way the enemy can stop that is to get everyone to hide is to get everyone to stay hidden he says okay this is leading into the revival that was foretold over america so the best way to slow down the move of god is to get them all to go home cancel the conferences cancel the churches but the devil is a liar in the name of jesus rembre kalasian brokoniante le broko brozo tobobo zemonia probomonia we have to pray people of god begin to pray that before april is over certain works of the enemy is broken in the name of jesus landena kobono city kebrokosia the lord is moving in a mighty way 
and I can sense that this Sunday service is for a reason a global service. The yes. service is releasing grace to those that are watching. The Lord is correcting certain scenarios happening in your life, in your house. The Lord is correcting certain things that has been happening in the name of Jesus. The Lord is using this video to release a new grace over your life even as you're watching this. Strength is coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus. So here's a question. This king, when he sees everything fall apart, he begins to find himself at a scenario where a mother, two mothers, they were so hungry that they came in agreement to eat their own baby. That is what Satan does. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that is exactly what this virus is doing right now. It's isolating people. It's creating social distance. It is bringing fear, anxiety. All kinds of stealing, killing and destroying is happening right now. The other day somebody was telling us people using this fear would knock on the doors and say that they are doctors and they are coming to check the temperature. Did you hear about it? And they would have access to people's homes and then steal the house. Because Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. That's his job. That's what he does. Yes. So this scenario, as soon as, he, as, soon as the king heard about this, the Bible says he became very angry, very upset. And whom is he upset at? <laughs> oh my goodness. He's upset at Elisha. He's upset at the prophet. The first reaction is, tomorrow by this day, his head will not remain on his body. His first reaction to a problem. That was brought forth by whom? By him. It was the king who brought forth the problem. They had initially come to kill the king. What was the prophet's role? The prophet's role was to give him information that will save his life. Just because you had one salvation does not mean that now the enemy is not going to fight you anymore. That there is no more any more battles. You need more prayer, more fasting, more crying, more seeking, more understanding, more wisdom. Come on, anybody understanding what I'm saying? And and here is the king not understanding that if the prophet had not interfered, it would be his head that would be on a plate. But it was the fact that the king had interfered that had caused the enemy to be more upset and increase the attack over the nation of Israel. Yet, the king does not have the capacity to understand that. He blames the prophet. What should have the prophet done? Was it, would it have been better for the prophet to not have foretold what would have happened? That now when salvation is required, when there is a need for a blessing, when there is a second need 
for a second deliverance instead of going back to the souls that brought the first deliverance it was so in his blood to criticize the man of god when was the last time you got anything from the lord by criticizing <laughs> if your first deliverance came from a source do you think that you can get the second deliverance by criticizing that source do you see the deception of the enemy this is what pride does to a man this is what pride because the first deliverance didn't come because he paid a price the first prophecy didn't come because he built an altar ah i'm going in places right now the first prophecy was free <laughs> The first prophecy he didn't have to contend for it he didn't have to humble himself for it he didn't have to cry for it a father in the spirit said let me protect those that are under my wings and gave him a prophecy that he did not deserve gave him an instruction that would protect him and his life and his family and his children so this is a problem anything that you give free anything that you have not paid a price for then you feel now that you are entitled for more information without realizing the first information was mercy over your life but pride has a way of hijacking people now you're demanding for more information now you're demanding that the prophet help now you're not requesting anymore now you don't humble yourself and say god i see that it was your mercy that saved me last time it was your mercy that protected me last time now you are accusing god of not being fair you are accusing god for injustice you are accusing god not knowing that it was his grace that you are still alive now when you don't see his immediate help you panic and as a reaction of panic instead of humbling yourself you fight the same grace that is supposed to save you how does that work is a problem that's happening in a generation it's a problem it's a problem that is why as children of god you have to make up your mind that you will not take anything for free you anything that the lord does you have to give yourself to the lord 100%. That is why every time you see a man of god in an encounter in the body in the in the any time god appeared to abraham any time god gave even a dream to jacob their first reaction was build an altar. Build an altar. They had a free encounter with Gideon. And he didn't just take it he said if i if you are really pleased with me stay here until i build an altar i will not walk entitled before god i will not take this grace for granted and yet you see this son of ahab he quickly changes he shows his true color do you know why god is silent sometimes because he wants to show you your true color he wants to show you who you truly are because you don't really know who you are until help is withheld 
Stop calling them. Stop messaging them. Stop helping them. Stop reaching out to them. You will see who they really are. If you give them everything they want, you will see they will be an angel to you. But if you really want to test the character, don't give them what they want. And that's exactly what is happening to the son of Ahab. As soon as help was withheld, offense took their hearts. Every child of God, this is how the enemy operates. When help is withheld or help does not come according to your expectation or help did not come to you in the time that you expected, how do you react to your pastor? How do you react to your church? How do you allow offense to take over? That's exactly how Satan works today. He will, he will use that opportunity to make that flesh manifest. So when help was withheld, there's a woman that Jesus refused to help the possessed daughter. She had a daughter who was possessed and she's begging Jesus for help. And Jesus withheld his help. First, you know, the, the bread, you don't, you don't feed the dogs. And she humbled herself. She didn't react. She didn't, she didn't fight the Lord. She humbled herself. When she lowered herself, that very moment, her daughter was healed. So, so there's something that I'm teaching you right now. I said a lot of things. That, there's so many things that, that I'm, I, I hope you're, you're, you're able to, you will need to hear this more than once because you will, you will get a lot in this in Jesus' name. So the way a child of God receives something from the Lord is through humility. Is through humility. Humility will attract blessings. Humility will attract blessings. Humility will attract blessings. When you are found in the same place long after Noah said to you, and when you are seen rooted, it does something to the Lord's heart. It does something. It does something. Many people lose their blessing because they quit too soon. They walked out too soon. They gave up too soon. They didn't have the grace to... Look, this is what happened. One chapter, just a few verses ago, here's the guy saying, My father, my father, what should I do with this city and shall I strike them? Now, the father is out of the window. He's not calling him my father anymore. The first time when he called him a father, he didn't call him out of revelation. He called him for what can I get out of this man? And when he saw that there was a blessing coming from him, he said, oh man, let's, let me call him my father, my father. This is how people react when they don't get a blessing from the Lord. But a child of God, even when you don't receive everything that you desire, even when there is so much anxiety, even when there is so much fear around you, even when God is not moving at the speed you desire God to move, you are patient and you are rooted. You do not allow offense in your heart. and You begin to sing to the Lord and say, Lord, you are good. You are faithful. 
there is none like you it is that humility that draws a blessing of the lord to your life so in this season in this season when the enemy is provoking a reaction from the children of god that's what the enemy is doing he's provoking a reaction why why would such a good god do this why would da, 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 da. why is this happening to the world why 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 is the church not doing more why is the prophets not doing more why if the prophet could see this why couldn't they do more stop it stop it don't don't you are about to lose the favor of the lord from your life the the best thing you can do for things that you don't understand is not to let your mouth loose some blessings that are supposed to come in a short while can be aborted because you spoke too soon you spoke too soon things that we don't understand things that we don't see oh my goodness <sighs> elisha sat he knew he knows he knows he knows what is coming he knows what is coming he's saying okay the messenger is coming the son of a murderer is coming he's coming to take away my head he says once just few verses ago he called me a father now he wants to take my head off and he he calls him he says this guy is a son of a murderer this guy is not is not uh, my son is son of a murderer he is not somebody aligned with me in the spirit that i can release a blessing he is aligned with his natural dna of murder the spirit of murder that was on his father the spirit of murder that was on his mother is upon him he is functioning in his natural dna he said there he's come to take my head and then he is saying he is saying in a sh- in a short time this guy is going to be here as he speaks his servant is at the door and he's saying uh, the servant is asking him he said this evil is of the lord why should i wait for the lord any longer why should i wait any longer this evil is from who this broke my heart because i say many people we don't look into ourselves we don't look at our sins we don't look at what has caused this to happen yet we are quick to blame the lord so in this season where there is lot of uncertainty can we begin to praise the lord and say god you are a faithful god yes you are a strong tower to those who put their trust in you i will not doubt your goodness can you repeat that after me i will not doubt your goodness say that one more time i will not so what the enemy wants to do is to make you doubt the goodness of the lord in this season this is the test of the enemy every arrow that is shot against you is to disconnect you from the lord you can go ahead and write that down every arrow that the enemy sends against you is to foremost disconnect you from the lord secondly every arrow that the enemy sends against you is to disrupt your trajectory the first thing is to disconnect you from the law second thing is to disrupt your journey with the lord into your destiny 
he wants to slow down your journey that is when every wise believer they will take time to hear what the lord is speaking the voice of the lord what is god saying what is what yes every child of god quickly will begin to say what is god saying i want to know what god is saying elisha was not moved here is the guy coming to take his head he refused because he has the voice of the lord in his spirit when you have the voice of the lord you're not moved so it's very critical that in this season that you are not listening to the non-stop lies and fear-mongering of the media out there choose a a a media that you are sure is giving you facts and just the facts and when you're when you're listening to a headline of a news take time to 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 pay attention to the headline is this an information that i need is this a factual information or is this an opinion of somebody that is going to increase my fear don't click on the opinions of people listen they're not gods if anything here what a man of god has to say but any other opinion is okay i don't need that information i'll take anything that is factual i will read the news i don't want to be an ignorant christian either i don't want to be you know under the rocks I, i i want to know what is happening in my world but at the same time there are news that are driven out of fear to bring fear into your heart so don't click on every link bait okay so if you hear something about hey this is a precaution you need to take for your city this is happening in your city read that news and say it's okay nothing shall come near my tent i shall take the precautions required but then you you're reading about how this virus is eating somebody's um, lungs and 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 there's a video of how it goes into your lungs oh take it easy take it easy take it easy because i was reading some facts of how certain other uh, previous germs that that viruses that came had more devastating deaths than the current virus yet the current viruses viruses so glorified by the media so you don't want to be part of that that receiving that fear into your spirit so certain things that you know is bringing fear into your heart you've got the news you have the facts shut everything else down because what you need in your spirit right now is the voice of god you don't need 200 pictures 200 things 200 videos that is bringing fear into your spirit know the facts and move on the lord is your strong tower so i want to i want to tell tell the people of god you see a news that is scary stop forwarding it to everybody ah here's the news did you see this did you see we saw it <laughs> we saw it once we saw it twice but enough now stop it stop forwarding fear I know it's not popular right now because we like it we like to show everybody look at this hey did you see that did you? now it's time for us to make fun of this virus 
I was I was watching a video and I said, man, I need to forward this to a dozen people. Maybe I should post it on my Instagram. Ah, it's time for us to laugh at this spirit. Yes, it is time for us to know who we are in Christ. It is time for us to know that we are seated above in the name of Jesus. Don't glorify the work of Satan more. He's already happy with the devastation that is happening. Don't give him too much power. Don't give I I've, I'm seeing in the last week of how certain people have been attacked with anxiety over the situation. I've had to personally step in and snap some people out of it and say, "Okay, out of this in the name of Jesus." Because it is a spirit of fear that is coming along with this information with this news. I want to release that grace over watch people that are watching in the name of Jesus. They shall not touch you in the name of Jesus. Because you have a voice. The word of God is coming to you this morning. I wish you can say an amen to that. The word of God is is the reason when everybody is worried about famine. Everybody is is is, is worried about what they're going to eat tomorrow. Everybody is worried about the the toilet papers. <laughs> Heck, I still don't get that one. I understand that 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 sanitizers are emptying, but I don't. I still don't understand why the toilet papers are missing. When everybody is panicking, you see Elisha sitting with his elders, having a conversation. He is having fellowship. He is talking to them about the encounters he's had. He is talking to them about the things God has spoken. He is having a one-on-one time with them. Why? because he does not go by the news that is passing around he goes by the news from heaven yeah. and the news of the heaven has already told him tomorrow of this time yeah. so if you know what god is saying about you and your house as the 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 as as the the spiritual head of your house men rise up in this moment take charge of your house and tell your wife tell your children this is what the lord is speaking over our house this is the grace we are under this are the precautions we need to take and this is the reality and nothing else will matter because our god is with us our strong tower mothers protect your children protect your children from the news that is that that is going to them it is your right i was i was talking to somebody the other day i was just looking at them and the holy spirit began to show me a few things and he said tell this person to spend time with their daughter and i told them he said hey i see this you need to quickly call your daughter because you need to spend time with them um, as soon as you can and this person got back to us and told us that that moment when they met their daughter their daughter was full of anxiety and fear about this this virus and by the end of it this daughter was testifying that the grace of god was flowing through the mother Amen. oh that got me so excited i said this is the grace of god that we are under the grace of god that we are under is a grace that protects us the grace that strengthens us the grace that will pull people out of every pit that the enemy has in store for you so wherever you are take authority i uh, i i i wrote this down i said hey you are either leading or you are being led you are either leading or you're being led 
don't be led by the lies don't be led by the fake news don't be led by fear mongering it is time for you to take charge and say hey watch me this is how we do hey watch my house this is how we do watch my children this is how we do this is where we going we shall not stop yeah i, I had one of our mothers say tell our children hey all of you stand stand straight put on your gloves we're going to walmart yeah. Okay so the the second option is everybody hide stay at home I'll go to the Walmart I'll tiptoe through the stores no 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 I'm not going to teach my children to fear I'm going to teach them how to wear good gloves how to use the sanitization right I had to count with my with my kids I had to count 20 seconds 1 2 yeah but nothing is going to stop us because we are functioning with a greater news we are functioning under a greater grace yes. what word is in your spirit i pray that this word is getting into your spirit right now let this word drive you in the name of jesus you are not led by chaos you are the light that jesus said you are the light of the world jesus did not just say i am the light he said you are the light of this world He said you you yeah that's in your bible if you didn't read it it's in your bible he didn't say that I, i am the light he said you are the light of this world that means you have to lead you have to lead you are the light on the city you are supposed to lead my brother my sister take charge during this virus attack take charge over the lies of the enemy you're not going down you're going to live long in the name of jesus even as you're watching this we release life through this video in the mighty name of jesus uh, there is two ways of fighting the enemy you can bind the enemy or you can uproot the enemy and the way we want to deal with this situation is not just bind the enemy from coming into your house we want to uproot the works of the enemy we want to completely remove everything that the enemy is doing in our generation okay it is true the bible says what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven okay we are not just talking about binding we are talking about jesus said if you have the faith as a mustard seed you will be able to uproot this mountain we want to uproot this mountain in the name of jesus Yes, we are the gatekeepers. You are the gatekeeper of your city, of your nation, of your church, of your family, of your house. You stand guard and say, I uproot you from my city in the name of Jesus. I command the death rate stop in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. Quickly, I want to share what I saw without getting into too much details. I was seeing a very strange looking tiger. Uh it, it had certain makeup and all that. This tiger was humongous, the size of a building. And it was eating things. People were going into its mouth. Cars were going into its mouth. Things were going into it. It was that large. like a like a you know the 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 movies they do the largest creatures like large 
Godzilla and stuff like that. A tiger like that. And as I was watching, it was coming in from the south, entering into Montreal. I was seeing the bridge of Montreal. And right at the bridge, it was coming in, eating cars that were going in, people that were going into its mouth. I was seeing blood. And as I was watching, we began to pray. And I saw the whole, whole the, the tiger that was on top of the bridge and the bridge, it just came down, causing the tiger fall to its death. And I think that it is a very critical prophetic word. Yes, over Montreal that is already at our border. It wants to bring casualties. It wants to create death. But right now, children of God, if we wake up and pray, we will have the power to stop it in its tracks. That there be no casualties in the name of the Lord. You know, yes, the Lord began to show me a clench, a tool that is used, that is to tighten the grip. And the Holy Spirit told me that it is required that in this season, that everything is tightened, that it may look like a lack of freedom, but this is important that in this season, that this clench is tightened. It is not, yes, it is not for our, it is not bad. It is God, God has allowed it. And there is going to be many, many benefits that will come out of it. Foremost is that some of you needed rest. Your bodies just needed rest. You can agree with that. Your physical bodies needed rest. So God is giving you rest. And, and some of us, what we, the bigger thing that excites me, is that God is helping us to connect to an online medium in a way that was never done before. People found it very difficult to accept an online church. Some churches that were smart embraced technology a few years ago, but the majority of church found it very hard to embrace that this medium as a full-fledged way of having church. But here we are. Nobody is complaining. And now you're complaining if we didn't have something like this. So sometimes God <laughs> has to use a virus in order for us to be stretched to say, hey, if Apostle Paul would be alive today, he would say, um, children of God, I'm writing this letter so that we raise money for a new camera. <laughs> yeah, because that he wrote letters raising money. But uh, if he lived today, he would say, we need to update our technology. You see? So all things work together for good. Because there was power in the letters of Apostle Paul where they said, hey, in person he's weak. In person he's weak. But the medium that he's using, the letters are so powerful. People would say that in person you're, you're better. Using a medium is weak. But the people of God in the New Testament days, they witnessed that the medium was more powerful than when Apostle Paul came in person. How is that possible? Because the Bible says, His grace is sufficient for us in our weakness. 
meaning if there is a weakness the grace of god is amplified when there is a weakness that means when there is a weakness that i am not able to see you face to face and we have to use this medium to communicate to you it is not a weakness in this medium grace is multiplied Amen. strength is multiplied the anointing has been amplified Oh that means that means l- last week we we been seeing the whole month we saw hundreds of testimonies come that means this medium is not going to slow down the testimonies <laughs> if grace is being multiplied that means your testimonies are supposed to be multiplied as well so in the name of Jesus i release your new testimony whichever area yes Yes I am seeing a mother praying over your child I am seeing a mother praying over a child that is on the bed I'm seeing your child lying on the bed right now I come in agreement with you in fact you're watching me watching me I see the baby in the name of Jesus I release you I see you even while you're watching I see you praying for your baby in the mighty name of Jesus whatever is wrong with that baby I command let the power be released Zambranta na mamamosi ante kabreta lariata zeke brote de kerebe don't play with fire people of God don't play with fire yes don't play with fire the god of elijah is still alive the god of elisha is still alive in the name of jesus every plans of the enemy let it be arrested in the name of jesus every purposes of the enemy be uprooted in the mighty name of jesus i release grace over you i release strength over you the word of god was in elisha's spirit and and there was people that were doubting and saying could this be possible even if god opened the windows of heaven it won't be possible the only thing that is required of you right now in this season is to believe my brother my sister is to believe that is the least you can do when the enemy wants you to not believe but the enemy is working hard so that you don't believe you watch a video like this and instead of connecting out of faith you're looking at it saying ah this is not true ah this is not ah this is impossible oh this is fake well let it be according to your faith but i speak to those that believe through this video let it be according to your faith as well in the mighty name of jesus rebro compralari antaka there is there is somebody praying for a man that is abroad there is somebody that is watching me you are praying for a man that is abroad there is a reason that 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 you're praying for a breakthrough for him in the mighty name of jesus as you're watching this breakthrough is happening another person i see healing happening on your face and your neck i see healing happening on your face and your neck wherever you're watching begin to pray in the spirit the lord is moving I don't listen to the lie of the enemy I listen to what God is saying. I listen to the truth of his scriptures. I listen to what the Lord is doing in my life. Oh yes, 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 yes. You are blessed. Amen. You are blessed. I I have lost time. I I, I plan to stop in an hour's time by what, what time is it now? Uh, we've crossed way 
beyond that, which I believe is, is, is a blessing to you. And I believe that God is going to strengthen you. Okay? I miss seeing you all in person, but it is well. The grace is multiplied. Take a minute to share this video with somebody. Take a minute to spread it out. What blessing you have received into your spirit. I want to hear about it. Leave your comments below. I take some time to go through and pray for it. And I'm praying that the grace of God will be multiplied more and more. I'm going to ask Pastor Tini to join us on this, this beautiful day and uh, speak a word of prayer and close this service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that you have spoken this morning, Lord. And Father God, we pray that every people who are watching, who are listening, Father, I pray that, that you will bring them peace, bring them calmness, give them boldness. Father, give them hope that everything is going to be okay, Lord. And Father, that your word remains true. And your word will never, never fail, God. And I pray that your people will remember this word and they will meditate on this word and they will live in this hope, Father God. And Father, I pray for strength over your people, Father God. And I pray as children of God that, that we will never lose our hope, that we will never lose our strength, but we will keep our eyes on you, Jesus. And Father, we thank you for this word one, once again, Lord. I pray that as your people, um, as they go back to their daily life, daily doings, Father, I pray that your word will keep they will keep meditating on this word, Father God, and you will be with them for the rest of the week, Lord. I pray they have a blessed week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.